Insects are all around us. Many live right under our noses and are just waiting to be discovered. In spite of their small size, insects are among the most interesting and adaptable creatures on planet Earth. We have close encounters with them every day, whether we realize it or not. To most people, these creatures are just bugs. But to entomologist Dr. Tim Gibb, they are spineless wonders. And he's here to help you look beyond the bug to the fascinating life of the insect. Dr. Tim will see you now. The heat of the summer is almost in the rearview mirror, bringing thoughts of apples, pumpkins, football, and crickets. It hit me just now when I turned the light off to retire for the night. Autumn temperatures also mean crickets. I can hear one right now inside my house, annoyingly chirping its little beady heart out. You may think that cricket chirping hardly warrants a podcast, but let me put this into perspective for you. Chirping outside in the yard is just fine. Indeed, it adds to the ambiance of the pending season. But when one or two of those little troublemakers sneak into my home and disrupt my peace and quiet, even my slumber, tension reaches a whole new level. That's when crickets are no longer cute. No longer are they a welcome signal to a new season. Their loud, intermittent, ear-piercing chirps are disruptive, annoying, and unacceptable. Inside my house, their trills reverberate off walls. My skull feels as though it's going to explode. There will be no sleep with them sharing my home. It has boiled down to either me or them, and I was here first. This is the thing. I'm an entomologist, and I've spent my entire career promoting insect appreciation, inclusion, and tolerance out of doors. But inside is my personal space. Once my teenage daughters left, my dues were paid. Now I control the noise levels here and will not put up with uninvited chirpers. The moment crickets encroach this evening, they put me in my primeval hunt, seek, and destroy mode. No matter what I'm doing, I immediately refocus, slowly stalking listening. And when I locate their general hiding area, I'll quickly kick boxes, shoes, furniture, and turn over anything that they could be hiding under to flush them out. And as soon as I see them run, boom, I bring the hammer down. At least that's how I want it to play out. The reality is usually a bit different. I always pray that nobody is watching. Crickets tend to begin chirping the minute lights go out, but immediately stop when the switch is turned back on or with the lightest floor vibration. I move softly, silently, ever so slowly in stalking feet, but it never fails. When I get close to pinpointing their position, they go radio silent. I'm left frozen mid-step, looking like the karate kid, but dressed only in underwear and socks. A precarious and embarrassing position, if 
observed by non-cricket hunters. Yes, crickets are a smart foal. I'll give them that. They win more often than not. They control me. I always switch to my offensive hunting mode with the next chirp. I can't help it. There are many species of chirping crickets. The two most exasperating home-invading crickets for most Americans are house crickets and field crickets. Both belong to the order Orthoptera, which also includes grasshoppers and katydids. Like their relatives, crickets have very long antennae and enlarged hind legs designed for jumping great distances. In addition, adult females are famous for their saber-like ovipositors at the tip of the abdomens, used for laying eggs in soil. When compared side by side, the house cricket is a lighter brown color, almost tan, approximately three-quarters of an inch in length. Field crickets, by contrast, are almost black and noticeably larger, usually exceeding a full inch. Both take two to three months to complete their life cycle and have no special overwintering stage, but they can survive cold weather in and around buildings, under leaf litter, and in compost where heat from fermentation may sustain them. Eggs are deposited wherever damp habitat is available. Both crickets tend to enter homes when summertime temperatures begin to cool, and both are attracted to lights at night. But once inside buildings, they seek out warm, dark places to hide. At times, crickets may damage field or garden crops, but they just as readily eat dead or living insects, including their own species. I know this because I captured two of them and put them in a plastic cup for a cricket family photo, only to discover a single survivor the next morning. And that one sported a big Thanksgiving Day smile. The chirping sounds for which they are famously annoying are made by adult male crickets rubbing their wings together. On the underside of each of the male cricket's forewings are hundreds of microscopic teeth made of hard chitin. When the file-like serrations on the underside of one ring rub against the upper side of the opposite wing, a chirp is created. This process is called stridulating and serves to attract female crickets as mates as well as warn other male crickets to stay away. The chirping noise is surprisingly loud, measuring in at 80 decibels. As a reference, any sound at or above 85 is likely to damage hearing over time. Smoke alarms are designed to emit a very similar high-pitched sound at between 75 and 85 decibels. Smoke alarms demand your attention, as do crickets. An interesting side story came from an elderly lady who called asking for my help trying to locate a cricket that had invaded her home. She had it tracked to a closet just off the living room, but could not find the cricket even though it chirped regularly. After an intensive and prolonged yet unproductive search over several days, she finally found the source. It was a smoke alarm with a low battery. The chirp noise was not a plea to attract a mate, but rather a plea for a fresh battery.
An even more serious yet bizarrely twisted story comes as one of the newest explanations for the purported international espionage case that occurred in Cuba beginning in late 2016. You might remember it. An article published in Newswise sums it up this way. Just two years ago, the U.S. Embassy in Havana was bustling with U.S. personnel to restore diplomatic relations with Cuba. Today, it is nearly empty. In late 2016, diplomats started hearing a loud, piercing noise. Two dozen of them reported symptoms such as ear pain and dizziness and were diagnosed with injuries consistent with a concussion. Suspicions of a politically motivated sonic attack soon followed. The U.S. State Department recalled most personnel from Cuba, reducing its embassy staff in Havana to a skeleton crew. Cooperative measures between the two governments stalled amidst conspiracy theories of a high-tech attack. Despite ongoing investigations by American and Cuban government agencies and extensive coverage of the incident by major news outlets, the source of the strange noise provoking the crisis remains an enigma. But a recent scientific study suggests rather convincingly that this may not have been a sonic attack at all, but rather a cricket. According to Alexander Stubbs, an entomologist in the Department of Integrative Biology and Museum of Vertebrate Zoology at the University of California, Berkeley, the recording of the mysterious noise is actually the echoing call of a cricket. After scientific bioacoustic tests performed in collaboration with a leading audio expert at the University of Lincoln in the UK, they concluded that the sounds recorded at the embassy were consistent with those produced biomechanically by the Indies short-tail cricket. Said another way, the embassy noises were not a sonic attack at all. The culprit instead was a particularly raucous cricket. Time will tell whether this study holds enough merit to rename the incident the Cuban cricket crisis. But for those of us who have had to deal with crickets chirping inside our homes, we are nearly persuaded. Rather than calling out the National Guard when crickets invade, the best response for frustrated homeowners is prevention. Reducing moist habitats in and around your home can dissuade crickets. Mow the lawn, Consider plant and flower beds next to the foundation. Remove items on the ground such as firewood, lumber piles, or cardboard. Ventilate and dehumidify crawl spaces and basements. Crickets are attracted to artificial lights, so consider changing to less insect-attractive yellow LED outdoor lighting. The usual points of cricket entry into a home are open or poorly fitted doors and basement windows, cracks in the foundation, or broken siding. Sealing such entry points can be critical to preventing cricket infestations. Once crickets are inside your home, your strategy will automatically change from defense to offense. 
Take it from me, when the lights go out, the only tactic that works is hunting them down. Take the battle to the enemy. Engage immediately. Dressed as you are, zero in on their position and flush them from their hiding places. Properly placed glue boards or a vacuum at the ready may help. But don't expect immediate success. You will no doubt find crickets to be particularly worthy adversaries, and you will gain new respect for them. Perhaps they will even merit a high ranking on your insects that are smarter than me list. They are near the top of mine. This has been Dr. Tim with another Spineless Curiosity. Be sure to tune in again next month for another Spineless Wonder. Wonder.